Dexter podcast with Victor and uh, Marissa McHale. And I'm Marissa McHale. And today we are here to discuss episode 7 of season 1 of Dexter titled Circle of Friends. A a big uh, apology to our fans. We are a day late with the podcast. I hope you can forgive us. <laughs> uh, I was very sick last week and we had all... With our Dexter, our Dexter, our Six Feet Under podcast, we have one episode left. So there was a lot of timing stuff we were going to do and you know we were going to record this episode early and this and that and I got sick very early last week to the point that we couldn't record up until Sunday. Yeah, to the point you couldn't do anything. I re- <laughs> like I literally did nothing. No. And if push came to shove just because of where we're at with 6 feet under versus Dexter, uh 6 feet under got the Sunday night late recording um we so see who the favorite child is it, yes yes <laughs> well uh you know kind of like you gotta you gotta pay your bills and the i would say the reason why we're here with dexter is because of six feet under you yeah. know uh regardless sorry for that we're a day late i'm hoping we could i wanted to make it up with some post of pictures and everything but i just got swallowed up in other other podcast stuff regardless uh we apologize and this shouldn't happen too often I don't think we, I mean, I've did 63 episodes of Six Feet Under, well, 62, and I never once missed a Monday. Yeah. And seven episodes into Dexter, I already <laughs> missed one. Um, but if if you're a podcaster or if you like podcasts, timing is everything. And like releasing an episode on a schedule is huge. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm willing to bet you people think we ended the podcast. Right. Just because we didn't come out on a Monday and we probably got unsubs- unsubscribed and everything. But... Uh, um, We're still here. Yes. <laughs> and and our fans, people who like listening to us and people who write in and everything are people who knew, who probably knew ahead of time. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Uh, so we are back with Dexter. We are Circle of Friends. Any any primer thoughts on this episode? Um, Not primer thoughts. We kind of just discussed um, right before we started that this episode i thought it was good yeah but it was really all over the place yeah like there was it was just i guess a lot getting thrown at us yeah um but i mean we're obviously going to talk about the episode but um i just i don't know how it wasn't him you don't know how it wasn't neil, neil perry. perry yeah you you know that there's something really We'll get into yeah, it because I, I know we'll get into it. That's yeah. Th- there's some stuff where I'm like, well, if it wasn't him, then God, that's awfully convenient. Yeah, I have no clue like how it wasn't him. <laughs> but again, wait, so did you go this whole episode being like, oh shit, that's him? No, but only because I was like, it can't be him. Like, kind of in that one episode, I'm not. I, it might have even been last week where it was like, did you think Dexter was really going to get caught? And I was like, well, no, I know he couldn't. Have right, been right, caught, right. Like, I I knew that. We still had to finish out the season. Yeah. And I, like season one, and yeah. I knew that, um, I knew it wouldn't have been that easy. Yeah. And I also did agree with Dexter to the point of like, no way. Like this, like crazy mastermind that's so intelligent and a thought of all of these things that no one else has really done before or thought before. 
is this person living <laughs> yeah, this way yeah. doing like having this lifestyle like right. um so i i agreed with dexter in that point of like like his him being like disappointed you know you think something in your head um so i i didn't believe it but at the same time like everything that they had on him yeah and 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 i i say i said had but i you should say have like i don't know you know (laughs) i don't know past this episode so everything they have on him it's like what yeah all right we'll we'll get there we'll get there uh our episode starts out with uh, um i don't know how to call this is it like a personal monologue with dexter acting talking to himself while because those those knife strikes Mm -hmm. with the scalpel that's imaginary like he's not actually doing that right um i liked it though because it was kind of like it was like really personal in a show that is personal you know it's dexter versus you the audience um i know i liked it no no yeah and we see that at the beginning there's a uh, um a young man who got stabbed to death, mm-hmm. all major arteries mm-hmm. uh, severed, and that starts kind of, there's a storyline. So I guess that being said, we agree that there is three storylines. There's yes. Rita and Paul, Dexter and Jeremy, and Deb and the Ice Truck Killer. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll save the Ice Truck Killer stuff yeah, for the second half. Definitely. Um, do you want to just go here with Dexter and Jeremy? Or? I, I think so, yeah. Okay. Um, so Dexter sees these wounds and he presumes it's, jeremy downs mm-hmm. you're okay with that that he like see the he saw the wounds and he was like yep i know who this is um okay. you can say yes or no so i'm not nit- nitpicking anymore you're I'm, not i'm just gonna you add sure? i'm just a man who's asking questions um <laughs> i didn't think it was that crazy because okay. one that's what he does like he yeah. analyze fair enough you know what i mean and then also i feel like the jeremy downs situation wasn't all that far off where he just spoke to him no you know? fair enough and then i didn't doesn't um dexter after he gets the idea that it is jeremy again doesn't he go back and kind of like pull up old wounds yeah. just to make yeah. you know just to kind of confirm yeah so I, I didn't think it was that crazy i mean that's what he does he studies yeah you know yeah. so uh, i didn't think it was that yeah uh, so Dexter heads back to the halfway home from a few episodes ago, and we find out that Jeremy has been selling himself, which made me ask the question, so he meant to kill that first person? Because he got off kind of on a self-defense that we come to find out later. Remember when Dexter is about to kill him? Yeah. We find out like, well, I got raped. Yeah. So it turns out he didn't get raped or he got raped, but he was sell- like he put himself in the situation. Um, so I didn't take it that way. Okay. Um, I, the way that I took it was that maybe that rape kind of left him, um, like, oh, like open to like like, selling himself post-traumatic stress, like hard. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and that is maybe how it got a little bit like, um, I don't want to say sucked into the life. Involved of, in the life. Yeah, but yeah. It, more involved mm-hmm. than he probably would have. Fair enough. That's how I took it. Yeah, I, I definitely, I don't think that um, that the first incident where he was raped, that he was, um, that he killed the man. I don't, I didn't get, think at all that that was like him putting himself in a right. compromising situation. No. Uh, when they capture Jeremy, what? Okay, so we were talking earlier, mm-hmm. and you were telling me about some nitpicks that you had. Go ahead. 
And then I said, I thought I had one, but I really, I could not remember. And you were like, oh man, like I want to hear you're so bad. And I, I genuinely couldn't remember. And then the minute we started with this storyline, I remembered. Um, I feel like Dexter is so cool, calm, and collected, like at all times. Okay. And um, he has gone out in daylight and talks to people like it's nothing that, you know, like um, whatever. When he was following Jeremy okay, in the hoodie, the hat, the sunglasses, <laughs> like how more obvious can you be uh-huh. in my opinion uh-huh. you know like and he didn't look like anyone else in the park he doesn't look like <laughs> anyone in south florida you're right. wearing a hoodie yeah. like with the yeah. hood up and you know um and then when dokes knocks him over and dokes kind of gives him a dirty look of you know whatever how did like he looks so crazy how yeah. did dokes not be like hey who is that crazy guy that was super close to him also you know i would say like two things while you're not wrong i think also this is now, mind you, they say that the, the the kid is like, yeah, he hangs out with the Brokeback Boys. Mm-hmm. So I think these are like the guys who do go there yeah. to go for this. I think they all dress up. I guess totally right. like while trying to look inconspicuous, mm-hmm. look totally suspicious. Yeah. Well, the minute Jeremy saw Dexter, he was like, okay, oh, he yeah, like yeah. that's it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so you're definitely probably right. But I was just like, are you kidding? That's like someone that's going to be like, you know what? I'm going to spy on whoever. Right. And like gets like like those crazy glasses with like the fake nose. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like that, like that was just in my head. I was like, for real? No, no, you're, you're not wrong. I just think, I just think like Dexter dressed the part. You no, know, you're probably right. While, yeah. while being ridiculous. And I think also to your point, um, I think afterwards when Dokes is like, I'm on to you, mm-hmm. I think there's a little bit of like, like that's in his head when Dokes goes to him and is like, you were like dead on. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like there's something, I mean, as an audience, we're like, hey, where were you before? Yeah. But like, obviously Dokes doesn't say that. Yeah. Um, you think it's all in whose head? Dokes. Like, I bet you like that's like he kind of all put together. I don't think he thought that was Dexter there. Yeah. But um, I mean, he does do the look back. You he know? definitely does a look back. And it's like, it, it's a and look. Let's face it. A body type is a body type. Meaning like, if I see you from behind and you're wearing like a hoodie, I'll I'll take a second to be like, is that her? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Dokes is obviously not expecting Dexter no. <laughs> to be there. But um. Yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 I guess in the end, Dexter's playing the part of yeah. like, no, I look totally cool with a, yeah. I'm just, I'm just hanging out in a park. What's right. wrong? Yeah. You know, and you're actually doing something very illegal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, my, my, not a nitpick here, but my question here is, was Dexter going to take him down here? Because usually they so they show like the setup of the kill room and Dexter planning and all that. Because he says like, let's go to my car. So I guess if I had to guess, because that's all we could do now at this point, you know, we don't, right. there's nothing that really goes from that. Um, I think that it would maybe be Dexter still trying to talk to him and like guide him a little bit. True. Um, I think that he did feel guilty that he killed again and he kind of feel guilty that like, not that he took him on the same way that Harry took Dex like took himself on yeah but he definitely he mentioned Harry a lot he mentioned the similarities between the two that I feel like he almost feels a little disappointed in himself and like almost takes a little bit of like 
blame. Mm-hmm. Like I, I mean, I say this very loosely, and this yeah. is just my opinion. But um, <laughs> but just you know, it just takes like a little bit of blame. Like, oh, why did he do that again? Like, freaking Jeremy. Like, and I, so I thought it wasn't that he was gonna take him down. I thought he was gonna like talk to him and maybe like scare him worse, or maybe like enlighten him a little bit more. Yeah, you yeah. know, that's kind of what I took from yeah. it. Yeah. And again, the scene, we pulled a lot more out of that scene than it was intended to give. Yeah. Dexter was never meant to catch him and all yeah. that. Like, you know, uh, um, when we see, yeah, I just, so when we see Dexter is paged for his blood report after this, he gets arrested and comes in. Um, Dokes is just like, I'm on to you. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what I was just saying, you know, it's more because he was, Dexter was so spot on with everything. Uh, this is the st- I mean, it's been brewing for a few episodes, but this is like the start of a little bit of a subplot. Hmm. Um, and it's like, this is where, God, there's there's so much loaded behind what I'm saying, but this is the kind of little bit of a start of that. Hmm. Little, little, like, like, little fa- sprinkle? like, like phase little A, wow. not phase A all the okay. way, but, okay. uh, um, so they have on both TVs, they have Jeremy Downs in one room mm-hmm. being interrogated and they have Neil Perry on the other. Uh, I just thought it was nice imagery like Dexter's directly in the middle. Yeah. And like the episode's called Circle of Friends. Right. And like, you know, if you could like literally make a circle and yeah. Dexter's in the middle. Yeah, you know? that's funny. Uh, um, oh, I thought that was cool. Uh, Dexter goes in to talk to Jeremy. Um I I wrote the line, down the line. I found a way to make it bottom less bottomless. Pretend you pretend the feelings are there for the world and people around you, and who knows? Maybe one day they will be. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of, you know, like you said, that you're throwing they're throwing a lot a lot at us in this episode. He that's exactly what he has with Rita. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we said since almost episode one, like he says he has no feelings. Clearly, he's lying to yeah. himself. And here, like Rita was a facade. But now look at Dexter, like stick, you know, like yeah. sticking up for Rita and the kids and all this, and and kind of taking on that role and that lifestyle. Well, yeah, like you know? yeah, like Rita was supposed to be a cover, and you know, we'll see sooner rather than later that like those cover ups aren't yeah. <laughs> those are real, you know. Um, and then we see that Jeremy after uh, uh, when Dexter does talk to him, just after he, Jeremy takes that as. I need to kill myself. Is that is that how that that whole thing was supposed to read? Like I have to if I can't make myself feel anything better, or I can't pretend. Yeah. Then maybe I'm the one who should go. Um, I don't know. I liked at the end, um, and I did not write it down. But Dexter says something along the lines of like, um, like he like one of the bad guys like died again, like. Mm-hmm. Like, cause obviously Dexter kills the the bad guys, right. so to speak, you know? And it was like, Jeremy killed himself and like, he kind of deserved it yeah. because of like what he did. I forget, I forget the line Dexter said. I should have I think he said down. Dexter, he took out the trash. I don't know if that's the line you're thinking no, of. No, no. He said something else. Like, it was something like, um, like maybe just talking about like Harry and the code and then, and then saying, um, you know, something along the lines of like. Like that Dexter was not okay with him like committing suicide, but like he needed to go because he was not a good. You know? I'm telling you, he took out the trash. Okay, Dexter, I don't Dexter, Dexter, he he took my words and 
Jeremy agreed. He needed to take out the trash. Jeremy was the mm-hmm. trash. Like he he was the problem. Yeah. You know, Dexter can fake it. Dexter had training. Yeah. Jeremy didn't. Yeah. You know, uh, a, a few talking, a few words when you're about to head to prison. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not the uh, um, um, no kill of the week. Nope. Besides Jeremy to himself. Um, and by the way, we do have a someone sent in a kill of the week sound. That I think we have next week. Yeah, we'll be able to play it next week. Colton. <laughs> uh, anything else on this Dexter and Jeremy? Um, a lot I of it. So. I, I I felt I I was not expecting him to kill himself, and that was definitely a shock to me. It was mm-hmm. um, it was definitely a little tough to see. It was yeah. sad. Yeah. You know, I um, I just wasn't expecting it. You know, I was like, yeah. oh, like, but no, that's about it. Um, I thought I had it in my notes here, and I guess maybe it's in part of. Well, yeah, I, I okay. So I have it in the. There, there's something I want to get back to here, but it, it's another storyline. Uh, I guess if we can move, we can move to Rita and Paul. Yeah. Rita goes to pick up the kids from school, and we see Paul has already done so. Yeah. So this is the first time I think that I've met Paul. Uh, if you have, yeah. Yeah. He was on the phone last episode. Right. And now we see him. Yeah. What's up with him looking like a 70s porn star? Well, I thought the same thing. I was like, the way he's what? wearing his, his shirt and it's like tucked out and like frilly. It's like. <laughs> and his hair and the, yeah, the Hawaiian tropical shirts. That's funny. And yeah. What is up with that? Yeah. Uh, huge nitpick. And we'll, we'll get there in a little bit. Um, and then we see as, as Rita and Dex are home, Paul brings back Aster and Cody. So yeah. we do actually meet Paul for the first time. Uh, this was a cool like interaction. The introduction, yeah, so funny. Because Paul has the line. Um, he goes, "Paul, father on parole." Yeah. Do Do you know what Dexter says? Because I have it written down. Dexter, I can't think of anything clever. clever to say. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then Paul, like you can tell, he looks at Dexter and he's like a little confused of like, "What? This guy's a weirdo." But then yeah. I feel like also he's like kind of like, "Yeah, that's right." Like mine was clever. Like he, like you can see, like takes a little bit of like, yeah, like yeah. yeah, that's right. It's really funny to think of of this if this is how Rita was, and how Paul was. Uh, what was Rita attracted to? I have no. Maybe clue. she was like scared into it. Like at, maybe at one point he was a sweet guy, and then well, I'm sure they've. I just, mean, they have kids together, so yeah. there's been a lot of time that have passed. Right. You know, so. Um, We'll, we'll, we'll get there. Uh, and obviously, like you're saying, uh, you could see that there's already obviously more from Paul that there's tension between Dexter and yeah. um, 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 Rita. When Rita puts Aster to bed. So sad. Yeah, because he's not going to hit you anymore. He promised me at the carnival. Could you like, imagine hearing that from no, your daughter? No. Your little- and I feel, and again, like we don't have kids, but I feel like that's like such a real moment. Like I could really yeah. see that yeah. happening. You know what I mean? Thanks. Like, what? Thanks. What do you mean? You could see that happening. <laughs> no, but no, but like, just like kids are so honest and so true. Right, right. I know. You know, what you and mean. they, I know. you know, that I could really like that. That's like a real yeah. scene. You know. Yeah. Uh, Paul. Uh, well, hold on. I'm getting. Uh, when Dexter and Reed are on the couch and they're giving each other foot rubs. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a nice moment between them, and I do like when Dexter is talking. And he's doing like double speak because he like he is telling the truth. Yeah. Uh, you know, because he says like I, you know, I hurt. Like yeah. I have a dark side too. Yeah. And she was like, "What are you talking about?" Well, yeah. I love that she straight up burst out laughing in his face. <laughs> <laughs> like, like if it's you only so knew. funny yeah. that you say you have a bad side that I'm. I I found it. 
I don't think she's laughed that hard in this show. That's really Nor funny. will she. Yeah. <laughs> like, she just burst out laughing in his face. And it, you have to think about how funny it is for Dexter. Like, if you only knew. Like, I you know. know. The whole point is not to just be like, I yeah. live a double life and you don't know about it. Um, It's just funny. Like Totally funny. You know. Uh, um, we also find out here that Rita is still married. Oh, okay. Did, did okay. I, I, I just, uh, like, it's like just one of the, like. I thought that that would maybe come up if her and Dexter, like, because Dexter didn't know. Right. Um, like, yeah. You know, so that was just kind of like, oh. Well, again, uh, I, I guess um, Dexter has his kind of secrets and his. Yeah, that, I don't think this was a secret. I think because they met shortly after this disturbance. Right. Thing. So I just think along somewhere along the line, he probably was like, oh, yeah, you're getting that divorce. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's clearly it's not like he was going to come back around. Yeah. And, all and it's it. not like she didn't want it. He didn't sign the papers. So yeah, that's why yeah. I don't think it's a secret. No, yeah, not mean? a secret. But um, I, I was just a little surprised. Like, oh, yeah, that kind of adds another element. The the next the next Paul scene shows up the next morning. And I am not calling this nitpicking. I'm calling this hmm. terrible writing. Nope. There's not nitpicking. Nitpicking is what we were doing before, and okay. I already forgot what it okay. was. What yeah. Dexter, what he was wearing, yeah. right? Flamingo Park. Um, this Paul, so he, correct me if I'm wrong, he went to jail for beating Rita. Yeah. We already just skated past how a school let a... He, he has to be on parole, right? Yeah. I think he even yeah, says he said, it. Yeah, he, a guy on that, parole yeah. picks up his kids. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure like everyone at the school was like, you all have one job today. Right. You don't let this man right. pick up these two kids. Yeah. And Rita shows up and it's like, oh my God, that one guy picked up these two kids. Like, oh are you my, fucking yeah. kidding me? I know. I don't understand how he's allowed to be like near a school. I don't think he is. How is he? And then this is where I was kind of like, I started hitting my head because it was like, wait, how is he allowed to just walk back in the house of the woman he went to jail for beating? Yeah, I don't think he is though. Because, and this is a little bit later, but when Dexter says, should we call the cops and let them handle it? And right. then he like leaves immediately. Because I think if he did, if the cops were called and he was there, he would, yeah, you can't, I mean. I mean, fine. You're violating parole. But what I'm saying is like, you he already came out of jail and like overstepped his boundaries by picking up the kids. Like right there, like that's actually bad parenting on Rita for not calling the for cops. For not calling the cops, yeah. Because like, and almost I don't want to say condoning it, but almost like like there was no consequence. So then no wonder well, why he no shows up the next No consequences to the point where he shows up, yeah. and this is what killed me. So he's doing this, and like of course, like so part of me drew uh, uh, brought it back a little bit because it's like, well, you know what? He was probably bullying his way the entire time, so you know. He's like, well, of course I'm going to pick up the kids. Mm-hmm. Why, like, what do you mean? I went to, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. I'm still allowed. They're my kids, my house, my wife. Yeah. When he brings in flowers, like, Ugh. hey, listen, I'm sorry I broke your bones and I went to jail for beating you. Yeah. But check out this little bouquet I got from yeah. Publix. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> How sweet am I? <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, just the worst. I'm surprised you didn't throw. the. It's why she didn't laugh harder than she left at Dexter for her. But, you know? uh-huh. so before he went to jail and before she met Dexter and before she kind of like empowered herself, I wonder if that would have worked. Hold on. Um, um, it had to have worked to a, to here, a, to here, a certain here, here's, extent. Here's why I drew a lot of it back. Because it's like, well, you know what? You know how we'll, we'll make things better? Let me freak the fuck out 
when Rita tells me you can't yeah. be here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me have like a like like it looks like he's about to beat her. Again. Yeah, yeah. He, like like that'll make <laughs> like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like no, you're a thousand percent right. And it's like this guy hasn't changed at all. Not at all. No, not <laughs> like, at all. He's, and he's never jail, going to. You know, let's say forty eight hours picks up his kids and he freaks out to the point where it's like. Oh shit, that is gonna hit mommy again. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, that's why it was, it's just so like. And then when he does freak out, like the look on the kid's face. Of course. It's like, so, yeah, this is just a terrible, like, hazard environment and then, for everyone. And, and then it's like, okay, also, let me, like, attempt to punch Dexter in the face. Yeah. Later. Like, so irredeemable they make right. this character. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I always think, like, Six Feet Under and Sopranos has this. Breaking Bad has a lot of this. What makes a great TV show is ambiguity. Mm-hmm. Like, you know why Dexter, the character, is so great? Because it's like, yeah, he's killing people, but they're bad people. Right. So which side do you fall on? Yeah. Like, no, killing's wrong, kill, you know, and everything. Uh, Paul is, I mean, you like you said, we just met him. There's nothing redeemable about no, Paul. Nothing at all. That what he does with his kids is so blatantly fake mm-hmm. like you know it, his his power move is just to get back in the bedroom yeah Rita have the wife and uh, it's gonna happen sooner rather than later he's gonna beat her again yeah <laughs> like you know yeah. i just i don't like that this guy came out of jail came out of nowhere and he's exactly what he was supposed to be right and like there's just nothing redeemable about him i hate that i hate that it's such i think it's really bad writing <laughs> no yeah, I, I no yeah yeah I'm, not, I'm definitely not disagreeing with you it's just it's funny what you hated. Paul is looking for the frying pan and that comes back. I caught that this episode that okay. him looking for a frying pan actually comes back a little bit. Uh, um, when Dexter's with the kids and Paul comes over and like you were saying, there's that whole like, uh, I do like how suave or, or can I call swift Dexter is. Well, it's like, well, I guess I'll just call the cops because homeowners, homeowners' rights is not really my thing. Right, like, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, and he's not saying exactly yeah. what. Like, and then know. I like how Paul kind of said like, oh, so what are you, the babysitter? Like kind of, you know, and he's like, <laughs> and well, Rita like, isn't here. So, so I, I guess am. I am in charge of the kids. Yeah, you know. It must, like, to, to, to a meathead like Paul, someone as swift and clearly smaller than Dexter. Yeah. It is probably so frustrating to deal with that. Yeah, I just imagine like the Homer Simpsons, like, you know, like, like after yeah. like every uh, every one of Dexter's like just comebacks that like he and, clearly yeah. like Dexter was not getting like and riled then, up at all. And, and then what I'm saying is how frustrating it must really be is because then like well you know what in the end I probably have like 50 pounds on this guy and I could power him with might. I don't know if that was a fake attempted punch because who does that. That's, I think that, it totally was a fake attempted punch. That's like a cartoon thing. No, like, I know. I do agree. <laughs> if you only saw the action I just did with my fist. But I think that Paul was like really hoping that Dexter was going to crumble because he was so strong and so um like on point with all of his answers that I thought that like he literally had nothing to say. So he was like, oh, let me like physically try to, because that, right. obviously that's his thing. Right. Physically kind yeah, of, you yeah. know, showing his dominance. Yeah. And it didn't work. I guess so. Okay. You know? I guess you're right. It was supposed to be fake. Um, it just seems like a, a really... I feel like you do more of a taunt with like your shoulders <laughs> than you yeah. do like... Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> like, this, he this even is... does like the fake out like yeah. half turn, you know? Like he even like he goes for it. Like he's... This is the only part where... It reminds me, uh, this is the part where I wish the podcast was visual. Because what I'm doing, like, with my fist, yeah, it's yeah. very cartoony. Like, 
winding it up. Yeah. Like um gasp of the week when Paul opens the door and it's Rita for you? Or no? No. No? No. They, they make the teen the teen very sense. They make the scene very tense. No. Can you remind me? I want to do Facebook Live, the Six Feet Under episode we do on Friday. Sure. <laughs> Thank you. This is our Dexter podcast, though. You also have to talk into the mic. This is our Dexter podcast. <laughs> I know. I just I just remembered. Um, so no, get that that wasn't the guess for you. No. Huh? Okay. You know what's funny though? Um, super side note. I was thinking my guess for the week of Six Feet Under. <laughs> okay. But let's uh let's get back yeah, to Dexter. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, um, and, and we see that, you know, this this is what makes. Rita Paul signed the divorce papers, yeah. which I don't even know this is a nitpick as much as this is a factual incorrect something. Like I don't think you could just you exist forever just because one party doesn't want to sign the papers. Like they have they have laws that precede that stuff. I never got that totally because you hear that all the time, like, oh, they wouldn't sign the papers. I th- but I, like but I think you have to file other junctions. Like think about it right now, if if Paul went to jail for life. Yeah. Is she just mad? Is she just, right? No, of course she's not. not yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Um, and I, I think like he doesn't have to sign that. Like, there's a lot of times. Like, think about how many men probably or women rather don't want to be divorced. Yeah, like yeah. they could just not sign the papers and you're screwed. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, I'd imagine, especially in a case where the husband went to jail for beating on her. Yeah. Um, like yeah, they they have. I don't know what the exact terms are, and I'm sure someone's gonna write in and give yeah. it to us. Um, but yeah, that that stuff happens happens uh, um um all the time. Um, yeah, and then Paul signs the papers, and that's kind of, you know, it's it's agree to do this, and then you could get on uh, supervised visits with yeah. the kids. And I was glad that she did kind of like lay down the law in a sense, because as yeah. we were talking about earlier, like there were so many times that she could have called the police for her safety for her children's safety and she kind of didn't yeah that like something had to have happened or it would have been starting to reflect on her like his bad choices would have started to reflect on her so i'm glad that she did take it into her own hands and she kind of yeah got that whole thing squashed because he can't just keep walking in the house and keep doing what he was doing that that was crazy yeah (laughs) you can't keep living like that you know so it would have been um really uh, just frustrating if you know that was never mm-hmm, mm-hmm. talked about or never um, you know kind of finalized. Do you have anything else on on this storyline before we close out um, Rita and Paul for the week? No, I think that's it. Okay. Is there something a word five letters starts with B ends with K um, that you think kind of would go this part? Break. And now, some thoughts from our sponsors. See, we got blogs, we got podcasts, you know, the information won't stop. It comes in through your head, bleeds out your eyes, and it's all crap, you know? And we're back with part two of the podcast, two things. One. Let's hear it. I want to say Friday night, eight o'clock, somewhere between seven, seven thirty, eight, eight thirty, nine, nine thirty, and ten. <laughs> I want to go live with 
the Facebook recording of of um, six, feet, six under? feet under, right? I think we could put a camera right there. Yeah, definitely. So we're still talking about uh, the podcast. Well, I, we are cross cross promoting, <laughs> and I, I would venture to guess that a lot of yeah, you know, uh, no, that'd be fun. I I, I should I should have advertise it better so hold i on. just is came up gonna, with the idea today but is that gonna be us watching it or us recording us recording oh that's so fun you know yeah so they'll see all the times i i wave you off when you're yeah and then every time i have a one nothing marissa okay okay do we need props <laughs> we should get props Ooh. and and, and oh, i should have told you that would have been I so know. cool <laughs> if i was like so no because i would have been so mad at you for ah. <laughs> um but no, because I think it'll be fun to experiment with, you know, only the most important episode of Six Feet Under. Yeah. Because <laughs> Dexter is, Dexter's a lot funner. Six Feet Under, we're talking about incest, lighter. babies, baby deaths and all that, like literal death, like, yeah. you know, and we're laughing about death here, you know. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it'll be fun because eventually I would like, like, I don't want to call them watch parties, but like today, for instance, after we record this episode, we're watching next week's episode yeah. and I'm going to have you mic'd up because mm. there's a few scenes that I want like your, your gasp and I do want like your, your initial reaction. So, it, I mean, if it's something, you know, in our schedule, you know, it's not appointment watching because for the most part, it's going to be rather boring. You're just going to watch us talk, <laughs> Yeah, you know, um, yeah, but who knows? Maybe it'll be something fun where yeah. we could do appointment recording and people watching. How cool would it be? Would us for all those times that we're sitting there trying to think of a word or a yeah, moment yeah. or like a scene, and someone just like, "Hey, idiots!" Yeah, yeah, it's like this. That would you be know? actually really cool. Um. So yeah, we'll we'll experiment with yeah. it. Uh, we'll post times for when it actually is on on Friday. That would um, be really cool. But yeah, so we could hop into. Hold on, I thought we had two things. Yeah. The second thing is, so Deb is seeing the ice okay, truck. Okay, yep. <laughs> Forever having two things. Um, so I guess we could close out the podcast with Deb and the ice truck killer and yeah. all that. Deb is chasing leads on the ice truck killer and decides to see if something as trivial as a parking ticket or a moving violation could nail down who it is. Yeah. So we see that um, uh, Neil Perry is a name and they go to investigate. Um did you i like to like look back when when we were recording because i was like oh yeah and then neil you know they they bring in neil to the station because if i'm like you know what i mean if i make it like too obvious yeah. who neil you is. definitely i think asked me did you did you rewatch or did you re-listen to that no i didn't i think you definitely asked me like so did you get anything from that guy and i was like no not really i'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure i was like no right right uh um so they get to the trailer home mm-hmm. and they kind of find out that they're being spied on and the cameras, the yeah. wood sided station wagon, yeah. like everything is there. So yeah. once Neil Perry sees this, he escapes and, and all that. Um, Neil Perry's house is intentionally weird. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess I I I'm try- I want to get to a point. So then we see that Deb finds this rather narrow closet and finds out stuff privy to only basically the cops and the killer. Yeah. So that's photos that were not released yeah. and. So this is where they're just kind of like no, like first there was like we don't know we're pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, first even like the articles on the computer. And then it's like no, no, he's our and everything. So I say all that to say your thoughts up to this point where we're at with, with with Neil Perry and. I think that my thoughts up to this point are like they got him. 
like that like i mm-hmm. believed it was him and and i know that we have other episodes left but i just assumed it would be gathering more information because i because again new at this whole thing so i don't know what it's like when they find a, the killer i don't yeah. know if like do you see like a legal aspect of it do you yeah. see are there I, I have no clue so i'm at this point i'm thinking it has to be him because how does he have mm-hmm. all of that mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah when, when dexter arrives to to neil perry's house he gets there and you know dex keeps telling him like we're thinking the audience like just trust me on this one. You have the wrong guy. Yeah, <laughs> and- it's so funny though because I felt like watching this. I felt like Deb here. I'm just like, oh, shut up, Dexter. Like this is the guy. Like you know, how, like <laughs> like like he's been like really like kind of like knocking her down because yeah. he knows. Yeah. Obviously, he knows more than Deb knows. But like when she was writing um about the copycat killer yeah. last episode. And um, Dexter was like, oh, my God, this is spot on. This is me. No, Deb, no. You know, like, but, like, and, like, Deb was, like, getting pissed at him. Like, I was getting pissed at Dexter in the sense of, like, no, like, Dexter, what do you mean? Like, I yeah. get it. Like, it is a little disappointing, but, like, this is the guy. Like, what are you talking about, yeah. you know? I mean, while Dexter has a very surefire way of knowing if this is him or not, right? Better than anyone else yeah, does. Yeah, definitely. It's not out of the realm to just be like... This does seem all off. Yeah. And I imagine crazier cases with police have happened where, you know, you thought you had this really messy killer or whatever, and it turns out to be this super right. germ freak or, yeah. or vice versa like this, where the killer was so clean and precise and turns out he's a huge slob like mm-hmm. Neil Perry and yeah. into, well, whatever. Um, but like, they don't show any trepidation on anyone from the police just being like, Something doesn't seem right here, guys. Like, everyone is like, this is Neil Perry. We got him. I can't wait to watch the interrogate. Like, you know what I mean? Right. But also, you have to think that Dexter knows, like we just said. No, no, Dexter has. But no one is like, hey, how can we make these two things connect? But I feel like everything is connecting. I guess so. I guess so. You know? What's their real question? Yeah. Uh, So, Deb and Batista have to branch out and find Neil Perry, and they head to this pink motel. Um Janet wrote in, and this is uh, uh, as someone, uh, me, who's a big Dexter filming location, and we will be heading to California in, how long is it now? Is it three, three months? months? Three months, and we're going to be taking a, some pictures of these filming locations. This motel pops up again in season eight of Dexter. Okay. So, we'll get there in 2025. 20, <laughs> um, I wonder if it's the same room. That's something I'd have to go do research 20? in. What happened? Room 20. Oh, is it? I didn't mm-hmm. even catch that. Good catch. In there, they find a sex worker, and Neil Perry is out, plans on coming back in. Um, they come in, they arrest Neil Perry, start singing all this weird shit. Yeah. That, that scene still haunts me. It's, it's creepy. It's so creepy. And we spoke... Um, There's also something really creepy about this guy, but go on. Well, I was going to say, we spoke about like um, like actors who are like typecasted. Yeah. Is this guy always going to be the psycho <laughs> well, creep? Kill- is, I mean, I don't know. I don't yeah. recognize him from anywhere else. But like, is he always going to be the psycho creep? Well, what's so killer? funny about... Because what I wanted to add is he plays... And please forgive me, you don't... Oh, God, I'm going to mess this up. He plays one of the bombers in one of those 9-11 movies. Really? Like, one of the first... There's, like, three 9-11 movies that came out at the same time. One of them was Nicolas Cage. 
I forget. I, I think it was United 93 was the name of the movie. I, I, I can't remember, but he plays, and God, it's like chilling even talking about it. He plays one of the bombers who go up and hijack the plane. Okay. I believe that's the plane that landed in Pennsylvania, Shanksville, okay. right? Okay. Is Shanksville where it ended, landed? I, I don't, I'm not sure. Wherever the plane landed in Pennsylvania, they made a movie about that because that's the, that's the, that's the plane that the passengers, to over they said yeah. that they crashed it into yeah. Pennsylvania yeah. to save and everything. Uh, to my memory, he plays one of the bombers. Interesting. And he does have a Middle Eastern look. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so it always creeped me out a little bit watching this. Now, you want to talk about typecast. Uh-oh. I don't see him as this. I see him, like, in my head, this is how fucking creepy it is. I get, like, chills down my back because that movie is really good. I see it like this is, like, the prequel before he, like, gets on the plane. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, you you know, you know, you, stupid stuff you do he, in your head. He's but. a fantastic actor. Yeah, yeah. So, like, for, you, like yeah. so believable. Yeah. Yeah. That, it's funny. Uh, um... The the interrogation scene, Neil Neil Perry starts giving classified info that obviously no one except the killer could have known. So I guess let me ask you, like, what's like clearly he's not the ice truck killer. Clearly, yeah. So I guess where do you see this stuff going? So so then I was thinking like, could this be like something like part of like a family like is it like a family affair that mm-hmm. they're like like a sibling or a parent that is the ice truck killer or um does he work with the ice truck killer like how the ice truck killer me 22g put um like kind of set up cherry on the ice yeah does the ice truck killer kind of use him as like his assistant right almost i'm not sure that's kind of like he has to know the ice truck killer though I, I feel like mm-hmm. at this point with everything he knows, every, the, the tangible evidence that he has, um, he there, it can't just be like infatuation with the serial killer. He right. has to know more, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, yeah, clearly he's not the actual killer, but he has to know him and possibly be working with him. I, I'm not. I'm not sure though. I'm just glad we're watching the next episode as oh. soon as we we're gonna we're gonna once we finish this, I'll be editing to post for Tuesday morning for everyone, and we're gonna watch because I, I would like to see you. I like to. See, that's why I think I think we could try and once once we we are moving in together, uh, maybe try get quick thoughts that we play and then everything. It's funny a lot of what you're saying. You know what I mean? Okay. Anyways, um. Matthews takes LaGuardia's press conference, and since Neil per- since everyone thinks Neil Perry is the ice truck killer, uh, um, this is just kind of like all the police politics yeah. and everything. Um, anything on that? Because, I mean, it's pretty straightforward what happens. It's yeah. just funny, like, Matthews didn't want to take anything with Tony Tucci, because he just kind of knew... And here he's like, oh, no, no, this is this is the ice truck killer. Yeah. I'll take this one. Um, I thought it was, like, pretty messed up. You know, and you literally see um, LaGuardia, like, getting ready. Like, she's putting her lipstick on, fixing yeah. her hair to go do this, this yeah. press, um, this media, uh, whatever. But um, I felt like it was pretty messed up. You do see, like, a lot of that, like, cop dynamic. But I feel like we haven't seen that with him yet, with Matthews yet. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, I don't. I w- I was pretty surprised by it. You know, like it kind of makes a little bit more sense of like how to like how she's hardened. Mm-hmm. You know, and how mm-hmm. she doesn't necessarily. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say trust her coworkers, but how she doesn't necessarily. You know, right? She's not looking for friends. I guess. Um, I guess there is there is a scene where, and and rewatching it, I was kind of like, it was just played. It was acted weird, like. Deb invites Dokes out to go celebrate with yeah. Tony Tucci because he got he got his uh, um, prosthetics and whatnot. I loved that um, the prostitute was there. Yeah, that like, I funny. love that. That's like a thing. <laughs> I thought that was actually. I was like actually. Like, oh, good for them. That's you know. Funny. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, um, it was weird because he's like, you know, do you want to come? And he's like, what else you got going on? Like, wouldn't you like to know? Like, I don't know. Dokes is not like something a little bit too hard. Yeah, like that well, was that was clearly just trying to be like a friend. Yeah, well, and I and I also thought that Deb was like showing some interest. Like, come on, I don't want to go See, by myself I was gonna, either. I was I was gonna ask you like, is was he trying to? Because then when when he gets there, you know, I don't know if this is. <laughs> See, it's funny because it's like when Dokes opens the door, like in a real life situation, you wouldn't open the door and be like, oh shit, Deb has the hots for the doctor. Yeah. Like you would just be like, hey everyone, what's up? Yeah. But he opens the door and it's kind of like, oh, you're Did taken. Did I something? Or, you're yeah. taken already in the five minutes you've been here. Like, right. You know, it, it, it's all played really weird and I'm with you because I was like, oh, look at that. Like there's there's something. Yeah. I almost felt that um, because they have like, and everyone has like, you know, kind of like a work persona and then like an at home persona, yeah. you know? So I almost feel like Deb was asking Dokes and literally says like, come on, I don't want to go by myself. Like, please come with me. Like almost like begging him in a sense, you know, yeah. like, come on, like, let's go together. It'll be fun. And he kind of responds almost in like his work persona. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of, yeah, of yeah. Just like hard and, and short and, you know, and, and she, you could tell she's like, all right, like she just got like blown off pretty much, you yeah. know? So it's like, no wonder she's, you know, not, you know, not taken, right, you know, right. but like, no wonder why she's kind of like, okay, like, cool then. Like, I guess like whatever I thought we could have maybe been or whatever I thought that flirting was, wasn't, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think it backfired on him and I think that he probably realized it like when he went home like what an idiot I am hmm. like you know this yeah. girl that I'm interested in invited me to do something and it's weird that they didn't they didn't play it strongly either way like strongly there was a little bit something happening between them or there clearly wasn't something happening between them like it was just weird like they kind of went directly in the middle yeah where it's there if you want it to be but it's also not I feel there. like it was there but it was squashed really quick. Yeah. Because like, and they weren't like flirting the past episodes. It was like there was a lot of cop. There was a lot. Well, of, like, what about when he went to when she went to? But his- that was a lot of cop mentoring. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? I guess. Because it, it was dokes like you know you want a free fucking meal or not? <laughs> like right. it wasn't like hey you want to come meet my family? Yeah, I guess it's like it's just one of those things. The only that- reason why they went there is because Deb kept annoying him. Yeah. You know? But I think it's one of those things too of like like you could just look at it both ways. Like oh but come on she went to his house for dinner yeah. and then you were like yeah but this is the like the yeah. real reason yeah. why like you know there's just there's two sides to right. everything. Uh, and and then Deb goes on a date with Rudy the doctor. Anything on this date here? No, I mean it seemed nice. Um. She definitely seemed happy. It's, mm-hmm. it's you know, I would like her to be with someone just so that, you yeah. know, I mean, she makes comments like she clearly wants to be in a relationship, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so it would be nice if she could meet someone and um, have kind of like a stable relationship in that sense. And he's, I mean, yeah. you know, it, they were getting pretty like personal. Yeah. You know, so it, it was nice. I thought it was a good scene. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's nice to see like 
when you shovel so much shit on a character like Deb, mm-hmm. it's nice to see her like get like one percent back of like <laughs> you know yeah, like redemption definitely. or anything. You know, uh, uh, our episode ends with Dexter wanting to interrogate Neil Perry, yeah, the presumed ice truck killer. Now, do you think that this would be like? typical of a blood spatter expert to there is a lot of times and that's not a nitpick that's a genuine question there's a lot of times on here i'm like why is dexter even on this like yeah would it i there's a lot of times and and you know i say there's a lot of stuff this show starts to ask you to just there's times dexter's doing autopsies and like that's not a blood spatter (laughs) so his role as a blood is very very yeah. open to interpretation. Because I could see if one of the police officers or one of the detectives wanted Dexter's opinion. Dexter, and they were like, hey, can you... To, but for yeah. Dexter to just be like, oh... To be fair to Dexter in the show here, because Dexter says... Because the, as the detective walks out, he's like, you know, how much time do you need with him? As mm. much. Like, you know, maybe this is just something Dexter... I was going to say professional curiosity. I don't know. There's a lot of times this show plays really loosely with Dexter's role. Yeah. Because he's like, he's like a blood spatter analyst, but like how many times can he, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, let me say there is a time coming. This It's one of the show's biggest like, are you fucking kidding me? In season six, there's a crime scene and... Everyone on the crime scene is like, we can't wait. We have to wait till Dexter shows up. No one's allowed in. <laughs> I was like, no, yeah. that's not how that works. Definitely not. <laughs> and it's one of, and it's such a plot contrivance that it's like, you fucking guys. Yeah. Uh, we'll get there. But Dexter's role as a blood spatter analyst is tremendous. Like, it goes from true blood blood spatter analyst to he's doing like he's conducting autopsies and stuff. So yeah, it's it gets a little yeah yeah okay. You just have to he's a member of the police. Yeah, is an easier yeah. way to you know, uh, um, and it's funny that like Dexter gives us backstory before him and Neil Perry talk. Like we're sitting here like yeah Dexter knows actually but like you know when when he when he says it you know, when he kind of like gives his resume before he sits down with Neil Perry it's like this guy was in my home he went through my photos yeah. and all this like we have a relationship yeah um and i just it's such a funny moment where just neil perry's like and i love this where it's not who the fuck are you it's the fuck are you (laughs) (laughs) um dexter smirk is great oh my gosh yes and and i think it's here it's funny is like dexter's like almost playing god here and that like i'm the only one who knows yeah i was wondering if like before Neil Perry even sits down, Dexter's like, okay, well, I'm done. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder, like, I wish that we, like, knew. I mean, it would have been nonsense for the show, but it's like, I wish that we knew the questions that were even asked because at that point, none of that, like, Dexter could care less. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't care about any of that, you know? Yeah. So I thought that was pretty funny. Like, I wonder... um, How... Like, it also is funny, like... All of it's so funny because then Dexter in his head must be like, you're a fraud. Right. You're like a Dexter total just got the fraud. best news of his life and can't say anything about <laughs> right, it. Right, right. So just has this like ridiculous smile on his face. Can't tell anyone. And it's like, I just want to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that does bring us to the end of our episode. Do you have anything else on anything to uh, before we close out? I think that we're good. Okay. I'm excited now for the next episode. Good. We're going to make yeah. some coffee and... and get through next episode yes again apologies that we were a day late we are hoping it never happens again but can't lie and say sometimes life gets in the way um we will return next week with 
Season 1, Episode 8, Shrink Wrap. And I believe that's it. Anything else? That's it. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. And we will talk to you next week. Bye.